Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ramble. Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to Pretty Basic. I'm your co-host Alicia Marie. And I'm Remy Cruz. And uh, not gonna lie, we have a very, very iconic girl boss, like, like just- I The hate, girl I, boss. No, no, I, I don't hate that I said it. I'm sorry. Let me take it back. Cut it. <laughs> or the leave queen. it. <laughs> the queen. Um, we have a very, very iconic guest with us. I don't even feel like I need to introduce you, but we have Miss Ashley Tisdale so sweet. in the house. <laughs> Welcome to Pretty Basic. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. Did we show her the bathroom yet? I don't think no, we, we did. haven't. We should. Gosh, we'll show you the bathroom. bathroom. So we have like a little Y two K theme bathroom <laughs> with all the amazing, you know, Jesse McCartney, all the people from the Tiger Beat magazines. Oh, obviously my God. you are in there. <laughs> That's so, amazing. <laughs> sorry we didn't tell you till right now, but you are in our bathroom. <laughs> Can't wait to see the bathroom. <laughs> Before you came in, we're like. It'd be weirder if we don't tell her and she just has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, like, go <laughs> We're so sorry, but thank you again for coming. Oh my God, of course. I feel like we have a lot of random things we want to ask you. I know we met at the glossy um, dinner yes. the other week and honestly, you were the sweetest person ever. Sometimes it's Aww. like, you know, they say don't meet your heroes because you're just like, eh. yes. especially in this industry. You just, you, sometimes you don't want to. Yes. You were so sweet and like so open about your brand, how it was making that, even like, the troubles you've had building other brands from where you started and stuff. So I'm like, we are all about that shit. So we were so excited oh um, to have you. Thank so, you so much. First, I want to talk about your new line. Yes. Because the cashmere vanilla body wash is in my shower and I use it every day. The entire set. And you're going viral on TikTok for all of them. Have you seen? I'm sure you've seen. Oh my God. I know. I can't like, it's truly such an amazing thing to like, obviously create a product and like see people love it. But the cashmere vanilla is so wild because it was basically like just off of Trader Joe's Jasmine rice that I make. And it's so it's like the scent, obviously all of these scents are based off of like my candles. I'm obsessed with candles. And, um, but that specific one, I've always made this Jasmine rice for years. And I was like, you know what? We have to capture that scent. It is so good. And, um, the lab was able to like, I don't even know how they truly did it, but they like did this bubble around it. They made the rice and they what? captured that Wait. scent. <laughs> yeah. I'm and sorry, the fact that that's like the number that. one is like base. It's like just crazy. It's rice? It's, yeah, based <laughs> off of Jasmine like rice. Pre-cooked rice or like? No, cooked rice. Cooked rice. Yes. You know, like well, how the smell, like, yes. you know, in your kitchen? That's what I was like, we have to do that scent. Wait, that's, that's so like, funny. Yeah, and cashmere vanilla, the fact, it's just a unique smell, I think. That's why. Yeah. 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 What are the other scents from other Trader Joe's um, products? No. <laughs> that's the only one. Trader Joe's mac and cheese. The ones were like based off of my candles. The whole thing was obviously, I have my blog Frenchie, which mm -hmm. was like my journey through mental health. And I had, um, you know, I think I launched that in the summer of like the, around the pandemic. And I really was just like wanting to connect with people and talk about like my journey and have experts on there that I've worked with. And I wasn't thinking about doing products. It was like the last thing on my mind. I really just wanted to be creative and connect. Throughout the pandemic, I had to create these rituals for myself to just kind of like ground and get through what we were all going through. And um, I always noticed that no matter like if I had a rough night or like a rough day, by opening a window and like lighting a candle, I just, the energy in the room changes. And I was just like, there's something about fragrance and like, you know, the brain that's like mood boosting. Mm -hmm. And so that is kind of like where the stem of it came from. So it came from candles. So all of the other ones are kind of based off of like my favorite scents. You know, we have citrus amber, bergamot cedar, uh, solar fleur. I mean, they're all so good in their own way, but they have this mood boosting scent technology that makes you feel something. And so 
it was cool creating it because I was like, you know, if I'm going to do a product, like I do want to make people feel good and I want it to actively do something. So it's like, it's such a cool thing to see so many people like Instagram, like TikTok, like it's, it's one of those things that you're just like, I don't even, it's like, you can't even explain the feeling. You're just so like grateful for that. That's amazing. The products are great. I was at Target the other day and I heard these girls going, oh my God, this is, this is Ashley Tisdale's brand, like freaking out, like Googling like, everything. Crazy. It was like pretty much sold out though too. Like everything was gone. Um, but even right now, I feel like people are also really into like matching all the scents across the board. Have you seen like the oils, the body yeah. wash, the scrubs and like you did that perfectly before you even knew that trend was going to happen, which is so exciting. I know, I know. I think having a baby and then like being in the pandemic, I think, well, for sure, I know. I don't think. I. <laughs> it was the first time I actually had that much time off in my life. I've been acting since I was three years old, so I've never had wow. that much time off Wait, where I, didn't I was realize home. You were three. Yeah, I started in commercials and modeling when I was three. So I've been nonstop ever since. And like, that was like, okay? for sure, like my first, yeah, I'm like, okay? um, I think I'm okay. <laughs> Clearly I do have mental health stuff. But, um, but yeah, I think that like, you know, it's one of those things where I was like, okay, I have some time. And, um, and then when you get pregnant and you have a baby, you are like, there's something in me that if I was kind of like, on borderline, like I maybe want to do that jo like job or acting, like you become very focused in what exactly you want to do. And so it just like became this thing where I don't know, like I just spent so much time and I just felt like, okay, what we're experiencing, we've never gone through. And like, if I'm anxious, I'm sure a lot of people are anxious. And I just felt like we were going to start to go into a phase of like needing to heal. And the one thing about slowing down for the first time was that I was able to be like, oh, I, I do need some time to, for myself. And I created those rituals because I was like, I need to do this to, to do anything, to feel better about like, you know, just anything I do in my life. Like I always meditate, but like there was like things like, you know, just doing like a bath and mm -hmm. like, you know, with the bath bombs. And obviously I was developing this line the entire time. So it was like so much fun. But there was this thing in me that I saw a lot of people doing alcohol brands. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be healing everybody, hopefully. So like, there's two ways know. I can go it's about like, this. Yeah, there's like different ways to come out of pandemic. So <laughs> I was like, um, uh, let's all heal from our experience. Literally me versus Ashley. So a traumatizing experience. But, you know, I love the idea that like, I know I'm not going to fix everything everyone's problems with the line but if you're like a stressed out like college student or a working mom like me like just taking a moment for yourself is so important so whether it's like a small moment in the car with like the hand serum or doing like a full-out ritual where you do like the mask and the exfoliator it's like I just want to help create something that makes people feel good you can cut this if you want but I have a question regarding anxiety because I'm super open about my anxiety here mm -hmm. on the pod how does yours like manifest? Like, is it more like mental? Is it more physical? Did it get worse or better after having your daughter? Like, I feel like there's so many questions I have. Um, I would say it was way better before I got pregnant. Then you're pregnant with like happy hormones. And I think I've gone through a little bit of postpartum stuff. So I wouldn't say it's gotten worse. It's just harder to manage because I'm not able to take as much time to like be like, okay, Ashley, let's get your stuff together. It's like I'm running after a baby. Yeah. And I also want to be present for her. So it is kind of like a little bit of a struggle. It comes and goes. I've done a lot of work on myself. Obviously, like five years ago is when it really came to a head. And I was like, I need to deal with this. Like I need to acknowledge this is what I have. And this is what I'm going through. And I also like wanted to be open about it because like five or six years ago, no one was talking about no. it as much. Even like right before like, the pandemic, I feel yeah. like no yeah. one really was. I feel like TikTok has honestly really helped, helped. bring that. Yeah, and so I was doing a record at the time called Symptoms. I was I was recording because I was literally going through it at that time, and I was um, able to do an album where it was about my anxiety and like every symptom I was feeling, and I just felt like it really had to be honest with my you know like following, and I just felt like we were losing a lot of people to that and I had lost a friend to it. And so I was just like, we have to stop like hiding this stuff. Like we need to like just be open. And I was like, I'll, you know, it's something you probably would never have thought about for me, but it was like, I struggle with it. And yeah. so I love where we are now because mm -hmm. it's like, everyone's talking about it. It feels so good to like have people not feel so alone in what they're going through. 
And so I, for me, I, at that point, I really kind of like had the tools to figure out how to manage. Cause I was, it was like, I was on set of the CBS show. And I remember my makeup artist being like, you're struggling with anxiety. And I was like, no, 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 there's something wrong with me. I think it's like a brain tumor. Something's wrong. And I was, she was like, you're struggling with anxiety. Oh my God, me, health anxiety. I'm like, my arm's tingling. <laughs> yeah, it was the physical sensations that scared me the yes. most. And then when I did this book called Attacking Anxiety and Depression by Lucinda Bassett, it's like super old school. She'd recommended it to me. And I was like, oh my God, those are symptoms. Like I had, no one told me like that's anxiety. Like yeah. no was one- a makeup artist. Yes. And she was like, I used to have panic attacks. She was like, I'm telling you, this is what you're going through. And it changed my life, that book. And I still will like go back to that book when I'm kind of feeling funky. But um, I think that like now it just kind of like comes and goes and it's more like of a hormonal situation, which you can't like- you know, at that point, yeah, it is what it is before your period, but, um, it's a wild roller coaster ride, yeah. <laughs> but it is just like one of those things where at least I'm able to like know what it is and kind of get through it. But yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's, I feel like at this point, I feel like everyone has gone through it yeah. and especially like, you know, just everyone in this last couple of years have like people who haven't, I've, I've known people who really weren't in touch with themselves in that way. I've seen them go through it. So I feel like we're all kind of going through it together. Can you say that book again? Attacking Anxiety and Depression. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. I will be reading like, that. Comments. It's it's like really old school. It's, it's okay. <laughs> you it just really? gotta get like one of those like things for your computer. Like where you like plug it the, in the and like. The side, yeah. yeah. I was okay. like, okay, can you update this a little it's bit? It's like an audio book though. She's reading it to you. Oh no, she there's like the book is like homework that I would just like dedicate 30 minutes in the morning oh. to, but the CDs are actually like group sessions with people that oh. all talk about their journeys. So it's like almost like, like therapy. Podcast, it's like know? awesome. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Oh my yeah. God. I wanted to actually buy the Taylor Swift uh, Target CD. So this is perfect. Oh my God. <laughs> Reasons yes. for one. Yes. <laughs> but I didn't have a CD player. player, so that's great. I'll be doing that. Amazing. Oh my God, that's crazy. So you said you started acting when you were three years old. Yes. And haven't stopped really so that's really crazy yes, yeah. do you feel like that brought on most of your anxieties that kind of like where you feel like it started to fester you know I don't know exactly where I mean I think that life is kind of crazy but I don't know if it was that if it was just like the scheduling of everything like I was a child actor and you're just like have pressure and you're like doing all these different things. I don't know if it's just like runs genetically in my family mm -hmm. most likely it is there was never any like specific thing. It was like, I always had a healthy, manageable anxiety throughout my life. It just like got to a point where it got worse that you I was just like, it. okay, this is time to like really work on myself. There's something going on here that I need to like figure out. I see. Okay. Yeah. Did you go to regular school at all? I did. Okay. I went obviously like, you know, homeschooled, like on sets and stuff, but, um, did private schools and stuff in New York, but, uh, I went to public school from seventh grade on out here wow. and did high school because my dad was very adamant. He, you know, was like, okay, I know that she wants to do this business. And like, I kind of fell into it. So he was like supportive, but he had told my mom, he's like, you have to like, let her have a somewhat normal life. And she has to go to school. I worked in clothing stores up until I was on a TV show. No way. So yeah, I worked in like wet seal. Oh Iconic. my God. Wet seal. Yes. Um, People don't Charlotte know. Roos was Charlotte Roos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I worked at Charlotte I would go to the clearance. Wet seal. It was like Michelle Branch just like Laying in the background yes. nonstop. Yes. Um, I worked at, uh, I didn't really work at Abercrombie. I got hired and then fired very quickly. I don't, <laughs> never even worked there. It was really wild. Oh my God. Um, That's not on you though. That's that was not on, not on me, but <laughs> Hollister is where I was the last place I was at before Wait, I was on. That's Sweet Life. hilarious. Yeah. So crazy. Do you remember like Anchor Blue? No. It was also like a wet that seal. That was wet seal sister oh, show. Yes, 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 I remember yes, that. Yes. Oh my God. So I miss the mall in that era. I know. Me like I, I miss going shopping. The Clueless era too. Like, yes. oh my God. Yes. Oh, limited a limited two, two. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, moment. limited two was the jam. So good, yes. So so good. Pretty basic. Music, yes. What's your favorite song you've ever made? Oh my god, um, that one is so hard. I would have to say, probably something off of Symptoms. Mm -hmm. I would say that record for me was like the most personal. I co-wrote every single song. 
And I think vibrations is a really fun one off of that. Mm -hmm. That was like, that was actually the most triggering symptom of mine was that I was having vibrations in my neck at night. So I was like not sleeping well and it was anxiety. And so that's why they're like, you're having anxiety. And I was like, no, there's this thing in my neck and it keeps, I kept on seeing every expert, every doctor you could pop. I did like an MRI. Like I was like, something's wrong with my neck. It won't stop vibrating. And so it was cool to do a song where I like basically took the idea of vibrations and like made it like we were vibing at night and like hanging out. We could still vibe without going to a club. And it was like it, that's like what that book tells you to do is like kind of like, you know, flip things. Don't make it so serious. Like have fun with it. Laugh at life, you know, a little bit more. So it was like cool to do like each song a symptom that I was experiencing, but making about something else. And so that literally was my journey to Frenchie. Like the reason why I obviously did Frenchie was because I had sat down and like met with so many different people and so many different experts in what they were doing. And they were like, this diet's right. Like paleo, no vegan, no this. And it was like, I got to a point where I, out of everything, I was like, okay, I think it's all about moderation to be honest. And they did teach me that like living a cleaner lifestyle was going to be more beneficial for my mental health. And so I just felt like I had all these kind of like experts that I could like showcase on Frenchie and share that journey of like what I went through over this, you know, that year that I'd gone through all that stuff. How long did it take from start to finish to even like produce it all? For what, for Frenchie? Yeah. Um, I mean, it definitely took a couple years before I decided to do it. Like I'm a hiker that loves to like think of creative ideas when I'm hiking. And I kept on saying to my husband, I was like, you know, I really want to share stuff I've been through with people. And I wanted to share things that were personal that were scary to talk about, like plastic surgery and stuff that I'd done that I wasn't like the biggest fan of or Uh like what I'd gone through with it. And I just felt like there was this need. There was like these things in me that just felt like I wanted to share my experiences and obviously be able to write them for myself versus giving it to a writer and then like them having turning it into like some other clickbait story. Mm -hmm. So it took a couple years because I think when you're doing something like that and being so vulnerable and you know, you're like kind of letting yourself out there to be critiqued and you don't know what people are going to think about it. And the first story I actually had launched with was about my explantation with implants. Mm. Um, And so I was just, you know, it took me a couple of years to get there, to be like, I can handle this. Once I was at that point where I was like, I can handle this at this point, it's like, I feel like I've been an open book, which is awesome because I think the most authentic things create also more authentic things. And so the fact that being Frenchie is like one of the most successful things I've ever done, to be honest, it's like, I can't, you know, like I have to say that's probably because it's so authentic and Mm -hmm. organic to who I am. And, and obviously like, you know, I'm, I've dedicated so much of my life to it, like over the last couple of years. That has to be such a trip for you. Cause I feel like your entire life, since you were three, you're having directors, people saying what you need to look like, what you need to say, what you need to do. And like for out of everything you've done for, for this to be like so successful. Yeah. Because it's just you, how you are. Like you don't need to be anything more, anything less. Like that has to be a trip because for us, it was completely different getting into the space. We're over here and we're just like always been ourselves and like filming YouTube videos and like yeah. all that shit. So it's really interesting to see the other side of a more traditional, you know, Hollywood upbringing. For me, I'm like not comfortable being myself in front of the camera. Like I could never do reality TV because it's like I'm not able Good. to... I don't know, like even like YouTube, obviously I've done, I was like interested in it in the very beginning. Please so bring like, it back also, please. <laughs> your cover like of Still Into You, I literally like downloaded it on my phone, like your cover with your husband. You're so The most sweet. beautiful, no, I love it Thank so much. You. Please bring it back. <laughs> but yeah, like even that, it's like hard to be myself sometimes in yeah. front of because yeah. it feels so like foreign to me. I'm so used to being a character in front of the camera. And so I, yeah, it is so interesting, but to, to, yeah, to create something where it is like me behind it, like every step of the way, but that's just who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Like I am someone who dedicates, you know, if I'm putting my name behind something, I'm like fully in it as much as they'll allow me to, but like obviously being Frenchie is, is mine. And so it's like, it's scary. It's hard. It's not the easiest thing I've ever done. It's actually like one of the hardest things yeah. because <laughs> acting is like, I've done it for so long that yeah. it's like, I trust myself. Yeah, you know. But like, you know, being Frenchy, you're like, 
okay, is this the right decision? Like just even in marketing and like coming up with the ideas for that. Like it was just like, I wanted to do a pop-up truck. I wanted to do a wellness retreat. It was like, is this what we, is that, is that right? Like, yeah. but it's like, you're just kind of like going with it. And uh-huh. I it think out. that you just are figuring it out along the way. And I think I've learned to really trust myself in that side of the business. And cause you really, you know, you have to, you stand behind obviously like what your vision is. And especially because it was based off of my personal, like yeah. mental health and yeah. like wellness and rituals that I was like, okay, this really needs to I just didn't want to be like another celebrity yeah. brand and I was hoping that I wouldn't be seen as that and it's so nice to like have people like acknowledge that I guess. We've had so many random brands kind of come to us being like let's do this together so I can't even imagine the amount that have come to you over the years. What made this different when you're like hey this is what I want to do or like did you have horror stories of ones where you were just like this is not someone I want to work with? I guess like for me like I said like I've always been like okay if it's something I'm you know, working with or partnering on, like I have to stand behind it. I have to actually use the product. I have to like know what it is. I have to like it. But I would say the hardest thing I've ever gone through and obviously was where my anxiety, I think, <laughs> was out ahead. This was, was the beginning. Um, as I was doing that record at the time, I had done a partnership for a makeup line and it was called Illuminate by Ashley Tisdale. And it was like <laughs> something that, no one really had makeup lines at that time. And I was just like, I had always done my makeup for events because of, because of my anxiety. There's something about doing your own makeup that I don't mind getting my hair done, but when it's like too many people on me, Mm -hmm. I tend to get like a little pressure and feel like, oh my God, this is a big thing. But it wasn't like my premiere that I was going to. And I I would sometimes back out because I was like, I don't want to go. I would just get too pressured to like, oh my God, if my outfit looked okay, like, I don't know. It's just like this thing about red carpet events. Well, the pressure so, of like every spray tan and this and yeah, that. And yeah. Like, so oh, like so taking much. control of like yeah. doing my own makeup made me feel better because it felt like less pressurized. I see that. I fully see Does that. Does that feel different so, than being like on set and like a trailer getting your makeup and hair done? I still actually, even on set, like will do my eyelashes. Really? Yeah. I'll, I'll do certain things. Cause I, a, just can't sit that long. Yeah. yeah. Like, like if how long they put you in those chair, <laughs> her makeup chairs. So I'm like, okay, I like to like do my mascara and my eyelashes. Yeah. Like I like to do it a certain way. So it's actually something fun for me when I'm on set, but I, I was like so excited to do a makeup line. So I was like, oh my God, I love makeup. I do my own makeup. It was great. You know, we did like a year of that. And then I had this wonderful idea that I was like, I want to take it over because I always had a dream of like being a CEO and owning my own company. And so I actually had bought the trademark from them. I was like, I had this reason why, which like the why was like, I just in a way, it's kind of funny because it was like, I don't know how I was going to try to do that with makeup. I wanted to make people feel good about themselves. But, but makes sense. makeup. So I was like, but so it's like, it's so interesting. And this is why I'm like, you can never give up because basically I had gotten an investment and I went through business school in that first year of trying to do and getting even more of like a team together. I was like failing. It was so many red flags being like, do not take this over Ashley. Oh, and I was like, shit. I'm doing it. I know <laughs> oh what my I'm God. doing. I'm so excited. I'm following my heart. And it was just like everywhere I went, I would hit a wall and it was starting to weigh on me. And the stress that I was under was when my anxiety was coming out the most was when I was like, I just felt so much pressure because I had this investment. I was like, I've got to pay back this investment. Like what if this doesn't work? And it, it didn't work. It didn't work at all. And I, cause I could never find the team. I was literally like doing a Netflix series, like in the hair and makeup chair, like putting in discount codes on Shopify. That's how much I was behind this thing. Like I was purely by myself. I had insomnia. I was like up at night being like Googling celebrities who who have failed at something. (laughs) I was like trying to make myself feel better. Um, And I finally got to a point where I was like, um, I failed, you know, Mm. like I failed for the first time because things in like, you know, obviously with success with like, movies and TV, it's like, that's out of your control. Like you can only do the best that you can do. And so that's how I've always looked at like that side of the business. But this was something I was really doing on my own. So I definitely like had that moment where like I cried and I was like, this sucks and I have to shut this down. And I paid back my investor. I shut down the company and I was really uninspired because 
of just kind of going through all of that. And I was like, I'm never doing a product line again. Like that is insane. And it's so interesting how Frenchie had given me this creative like inspiration again yeah by just like I said I wasn't thinking about products I was just thinking about connecting which made me feel no pressure which made me feel just like oh my god this is something that I can be creative in and not like you know kind of go through what I just went through my mom's always like you didn't fail and it's like it's okay to fail because it's just important how you get back up yeah and I got back up and so and to be honest, I wanted that makeup line in Target. That was like my biggest thing. I was like Aww. on my vision board. And so I was just like, this is never going to happen. And so to see like me do Frenchie based off of that experience mm-hmm. I'd gone through. And then to like, I always cry talking about it. But like, to me, the success, like I love that people love being Frenchie and like are buying it because it's like just the cherry on top. But to me, the success was seeing like it in Target because Absolutely. I was like, oh my God, like I never thought I'd get here. And like, here I am. And like, I did it and I didn't stop and I didn't quit. And it's just like the thing that was actually more aligned and more authentic actually came through. Mm -hmm. And it was like, weirdly like me wanting to make people feel good. So it's like so strange how that works out. So I always like want to remind people that it's just, it's a journey And it's not about that end goal and like what success can be different for people. You know, like to me, that's that success was just looking and being like, oh my God, I'm in Target and like seeing my product there. And that was like, I'm good. I don't care what happens. And the fact that like people love it, that's awesome. But like that is like, I don't know. It's just like, just don't feel bad if you if you tried something and it didn't work out like it's just about getting up and trying again and um and I think like you know just in time like the right thing will happen for you that's what's crazy though about this entire story is because from the beginning even with the makeup line all you wanted to do was like connect with people make them feel good and better about themselves it didn't happen how you wanted it to but it happened better because it's more aligned with you anyway yeah and just like everything I'd gone through with that, like with my mental health and just kind of, it's just weird how like the universe works in that way where it's like, even I just saw like, you know, I mean, my sister has gone through that where she changed, you know, careers and she felt like she had failed at one point too. And I was just like, I, I just went through that. And I was like, I know it, it sucks. It hurts. It, it really hurts. You're like sitting there being like, I was just like ashamed. And I was like, how am I supposed to like publicly like you know, like just all of, you know, obviously like being out there and like who I am, I was just like, this totally sucks. But yeah, it really is just like, it's so little sometimes in the grand scheme of life. Like it's just a little moment and a little hiccup. And just like, you can't let that stuff get you down. Cause to be honest, the most successful people have failed. Oh my God. Everybody. Some sort of time. Time. Oh, like yeah. at some point, like oh. the most successful. Cause I've Googled it. There's a podcast called how I built this, where they have like all the CEOs or founders of like whole foods to Lululemon to like everything. And all of them have failed time and time again yeah. until their project now obviously is as big as it is, but that's amazing. Also besides the fact, but Back when Illuminate was a thing and you said like not many people had makeup lines, now everybody has a makeup line, which yeah. is fantastic yeah, which is and great. I love, and yes. that's amazing. But I also love that you found a niche that not only is so true to you, but also just so special. So yeah. that's yeah. amazing. No, it's it's really cool. And it's like, obviously developing this line was just like being pregnant and <laughs> just being in the bath all the time was <laughs> yeah. pretty amazing. That's right in heaven. Yeah, yeah. Oh so I was like, God. this is a life I could get used to. <laughs> so when you decided to do, to switch over from the blog and then incorporate the product line, where did you start? How do you even begin that? Well, I mean, it was really interesting because a company that I had wanted to work with on Illuminate, who I'd called and was like at my, like at the end of my, like the last call being like, can you help me with this? <laughs> like, we're sorry, we, we don't like, do that. Hey, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> basically, this is what I worked with them on. So, Amazing. you know, I was able to obviously like now I have a full fledged team. I obviously have a in-house team for Frenchie as well to like help on operations with that. But yeah, I have a full team on being Frenchie side, on the Frenchie side, and they're all amazing. I think to me, the hardest part, I always say, the development part was the easiest part. The hardest part was like when it comes into marketing, because you're Mm -hmm. just like, okay, how do I get 
this group of people to understand my vision of what I just created. Yeah. And that to me is probably because things can just get like lost in mm-hmm. like thought or just like, you know, that like I'm like I said, I'm so I mean, any invitation that has gone out to a influencer for the wellness retreat mm-hmm. has been literally like I am like that has to be changed. This needs to look like this. Like I am very much like obsessed with being a part of every single piece because it's a piece of me, and it's your you know? vision. It's so personal, and it's yeah, it's my vision. So basically, it just started from there, and I, I was like, I really want to do. I had this idea, and I wanted to create something that was obviously clean ingredients, but um, but I was like, what if we took? Because I loved aromatherapy, but I was like, what if we took like a mood boosting scent and put it to our everyday products, so it was no longer something we had to think about adding to our routine that it was actually built into our routine very cool and so that's really kind of the idea and then we pitched it to target and target was like wait were you so like were you just i like yes nervous i I mean the day that they were like we definitely want to do this i was like (laughs) i was like this is amazing like i was so excited i i was so excited that they they were definitely wanting us in their doors and i was like this is i mean i couldn't even explain to you with a feeling that i had it was it was almost like you know what's the difference is that what i've noticed with this line and like how it's been is that i it's like you don't try so hard in my past i was striving and you could clearly tell i was striving where this has been very like a natural progression and everything. Like it was just like, yeah, Target wants to do it. And it's like, it's like right, effortless, what? but it's what? not effortless. Like it's like, yeah, yeah it was like, yeah. obviously you, like it's a ton of work. It's the hardest thing. Like I said, I've, I've, I've done, but there is some sort of like effortless to like when things move yeah. that I feel like is probably a part of everything that I'm like, oh, this is when you know you're doing something yep. that's like in your path mm-hmm. of what you're meant to do. Something I love about you is there are so many celebrities who would just expect Target to pick up a line. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, there's so many people who'd be like, oh yeah. And like seeing how passionate you are about making it and like your babies in Target. Like I, I mean, that's, I love that. I love that. Love that. I feel like it's so rare. In this I think industry. it's because of like that experience prior, maybe. <laughs> yes. And I was like, oh my God, this might not happen. You know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, like, but I, I am always been that way. Like even working with people that I'm like obsessed with, I, you know, I'm one of those people that will be like, oh my God, look, there's that person, you know, yeah. like I'm all yeah. excited. I think I just, I would say like maybe just grounded in that way. And like, I kind of like that about me. Like I mm. like that I'm not jaded in that yeah. style like I've obviously worked with a lot of people and have met a lot of amazing people but it's like very exciting when I do you know it's like for oh sure God, that's so cool like you know I met Angelina Jolie and she like knew who I was you know, it's <laughs> like, like that's what? like that's amazing what? that's crazy <laughs> so it's like those moments where you're just like that's that's pretty cool but yeah pretty basic do you have any grounding techniques or would you say that it's just like an innate thing that you've had since you were a child actor? I think my family keeps me okay. grounded. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where maybe because I went to like regular school and I worked in clothing stores and stuff, like the fact that I've had like that experience of having a real job that I really yeah. know like how amazing and like grateful I am for like the work that I get to do that I like get to do something I love. Um, Cause there's definitely moments in retail that I did not love <laughs> I was like, this is the worst. But I think it was just like, I grew up being like, I went to school and I was like me. And then acting was like after school. And that was like, so it was kind of like, I always had this, you know, as what people see me as I'm like Ashley Tisdale, but like at home, like I always say I'm Ashley French because I'm married. Mm -hmm. And so Frenchie is like the first time people are seeing me as, because Frenchie is based off my married name, French, yeah. is seeing who I am at home, which is just like, I don't know. I think it's, yeah, my family keeps me grounded. They're just the, that type of family. Like we still have like Sunday night family dinners, you know, like we're very close that. to each other. We're all like from the East Coast. So we're just kind of like, you know, it's always going to be that way, you know, even when we're mad at each other. Yeah. My mom's like, where are you? It's Sunday night. You know, like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm coming. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that it, I, I owe a lot to my family for sure. What was one of the first moments in your life where you thought I made it? Cause I think that's something it's so funny. Once you're in the industry, no one says they've made it, but when you're no. outside of it, you're like, oh, I'm just trying to make it. That's what's weird. It's mm-hmm. one of those, like, like I said, it's like that kind of thing that you, it's just like a natural progression. 
you almost don't realize it's even just with like being French. Like I don't even realize that there, there is like, oh my gosh, like I'll see like, this is wild. Like how, you know, how people are loving it. This is crazy, but you're almost like in a bubble and you don't really know at the same time. And that's like probably around the whole like HSM success. It was just like the bubble was like, we were all these kids that, you know, I was like just on set of Sweet Life. And I saw that I was like on the Billboard Top 100. And I think I was like the first female artist to have like two songs in the first, in the top hundred. So I was like, you had heard can. that. And I was like, huh. And the fact that we were on the billboards <laughs> yeah. for that record, I was like, wait, what? And I was like, but I was just like, it was just another day at set, you know, for me. And I was like, wait, what? And I was like, so it's almost like you don't, I guess, for sure, I know, like, there's that moment where I was like, when we played at Staples Center, you're like, wow. You know, or <laughs> like, like oh over 80,000 people, like, in South America, you're like, I think I've made it. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, I'm like, I'm still me. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm just still that person, you know? Especially now, because you can go viral, like, overnight, essentially. Yes, yeah. But back then, I mean, it was so long ago, you would film a whole season, right? And then yes. by the time it came out, it, you probably so much has happened since then. So I feel like that probably adds another whole element to it because you're like, oh, I did that a year ago and it's just now getting, you know, picked up or something. Yeah, there's that. And then it was just like, I think because I always, I worked so much, you know, like I was one of the people on Disney that was like, had a Phineas and Ferb, had a Sweet Lives and Cody, had high school music. I was doing like three things at the same time, plus a record for Warner Brothers. So it was like, I, I was constantly working. So there wasn't like a lot of time where I was like, out and about so I would I wasn't like seeing as much like I knew obviously that stuff was happening for me yeah <laughs> I was yeah, yeah, yeah. working a lot for how much I'm know, working I guess I just don't like I think for me I just have always felt that there's this moment where you can lose yourself yeah and I think there's that moment you're talking about where it's not that exact moment but like if you get too involved in that, you can lose yourself and there's really no going back from that. And so I've been very aware to not lose myself in it, mm -hmm. that I'm still who I am. I'm still human like everyone else. Um, and there's been these awesome things that have happened and I've got to be a part of, which is so great. But like at the end of the day, like I'm just me. I think that's hopefully what we've learned throughout this pandemic as well. It's just like, you know, we all go through kind of similar things. And, you know, obviously like now people can go on TikTok and go viral and like be super successful. And there's like, I mean, think of that, like people who are going like, you know, Charlie D'Amelio, like just yeah. how many viewership, like think about like how many people watch TV on one night and think about like how many views you're getting on TikTok. In it's TikTok. insane, you know? Yeah. So I just feel like you should always stay a little grounded. Yes. I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. No, I was going to say, what advice do you have for TikTokers now? But I'm like, we're going to change it. What advice would you have if your daughter comes to you in 15 years and is like, mom, I want to do what you did. And you're like, <laughs> I'm going to oh, be honey, like, like, turn 18. <laughs> and, uh, I would say like, I would definitely wait till, you know, I want her to have like a normal childhood yeah. um, just because it's hard. It's hard to come out of this whole thing being grounded or like you know just kind of not having so much like I mean just the fact that I have anxiety and stuff like is amazing compared to like obviously what you can go through as like a child actor so it's like to me I would want her to like wait till she's older and to choose it to truly understand what it is and to choose that for herself and I would be 100% supportive but like I don't think I'm the person that's like gonna want her to like I can see it in her. My husband is a <laughs> uh, composer and musician. So she has like, oh, she's music in her. Creative you know? already. Like that has she's, to be so weird. 19 she's months. Be a star. Yeah. She's like, like I, he thinks she's a drummer, but I'm like, um, okay. And lead singer. <laughs> like, she sings too, honey. You know? But like, you can see that she's going to be creative. And so I obviously want to like help her with classes and stuff to help like foster that and everything. Mm -hmm. But I do think like, let her take the time to like figure that out for herself. That has to be terrifying. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. It is. It's you gotta like, get her a baby drum set. Oh my God. Does she play already on the drums though? Oh, she literally like, we have music class and she's so on beat. Like I can get off beat and she's months. so on beat. And sometimes she's like, that's not on beat mom. And I'm like, sorry. <laughs> She'll just give you a look. Yeah, she's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> when you were juggling all four projects that you just listed at once, was that overwhelming at all for you? 
No, like <laughs> I'm so that type of person that's like a workaholic that like was somewhat normal for me. You're kidding. It was actually like when I came out of that and like was like, what just happened? Like, what <laughs> you is can, like, I doing with my life it? right now? Like, oh my gosh. and so, yeah, I mean, I think that's why I've always been able to like multitask really well. Um, I, I just love to work. It's like, I love to be creative. I love being on set. I love, especially when you're young, like when you have that much energy at that time, it's yeah. like, use it for what you can. Cause like now I don't have that much energy. <laughs> I definitely pick and choose now. It's like, I definitely, obviously am going to go back to acting, but it's like finding the time and space to be able to like, obviously like, you know, make sure I have everything like with being Frenchy, like how I can make that work with like doing something on the acting side. Because yeah, being a founder is not like an easy thing. It's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to show up for a photo shoot. It's like, yeah, I really have to figure out like when that right timing is going to be for me, but also like being a mom now too. So it's yeah. like, I am able to, the amount of stuff that I do also project managing, like my renovation. Yes. <laughs> we will get into like, that next. Let's I that. literally like can multitask a lot, but even my husband's like, you kind of go sometimes like so much that I do have to like take breaks and I do, but it's like usually a week or two weeks and I'm like ready. To <laughs> You're back. like, I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm like, <laughs> he doesn't even understand. Cause I'm like, he wasn't with me at that time in my life. I'm like, you don't understand what I used to do. Like I used to be on set on a TV show, then go into a recording studio to record for my album. Like, yeah. and then do like an animation series, like while I was on tour in the United States. So I was like, wow. I was constantly working and oh it was just, God. but I mean, like when you have that opportunity, it's like, obviously like, you know, go for it. Yeah. And it was like all the stuff that I love doing. And that also, I feel like it's going to prep you for taking on more projects now yeah. moving forward too. Yeah. And still juggling everything else. Exactly. I'm just not someone who can just be like, yes, I just want to do like that one thing. Like I, I, I live for kind of doing multiple things. What's the one song that we love? He says, she said. He says, she said. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what's the one song that we love? That's my favorite. That's my go-to karaoke song. For yeah, anytime yeah, we karaoke, it's usually on the playlist. <laughs> yes. That was like a really, that was a really fun one. I remember everybody being like, because I was with Warner Brothers Records and everyone being like, oh my God, we need to record that for the tour. And I was like, what? And they're like, you have to do different lyrics. Because <laughs> oh. they did not want me to say like, I forget, like I can't even remember some of the lyrics, but it was like, I, I, there was something regarding you, sexual behavior. Like? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember being with yeah, you. Let's do dancing instead. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> do you think you'll ever do another album? <sighs> probably yeah. not. Oh, no, <laughs> probably. You know what? This is where I'm at. I'm at with the album. So listen, I love music. I am someone who sometimes makes me feel better and like obviously like you just have those moments where you're like in the car and you're just like this is so good it makes you feel so alive I love music and I love singing but I'm just at this point where I'm like okay if I were to do music it's got to like be fully like I have to be fully inspired and that's why I did symptoms I was inspired because I was like I want to do this to help others I want them to feel like safe and feel like not alone in their journey with mental health and like yeah. talk about all of those things. And there are moments where I'm like, Ooh, like obviously my daughter inspires me in so many different ways. Um, but I would have to say like taking on music, it's like just another beast. Mm -hmm. And it's one of like how, like when I did music, I mean, performing at the Staples center, like performing for like 80,000 you know, in South America with like the high school musical concerts, like where do you go from there? You know? Yeah. So it's like, to be honest, like I love more like intimate settings and like doing something more smaller, but it is just something that I think my anxiety flared a lot more when I was doing the tours because th just that pressure, I sing live. So it's like, I, you know, want it to be perfect of and there course. was moments where I was like in Europe and uh I remember having like my first panic attack no one told me it was a panic attack but oh, I definitely had a panic attack in Italy because the TRL was not set up for a live performance and I was just like I I sing live like I don't do anything else so it's like it's gotta you know but I couldn't hear the band and now I was like now I understand like this is crazy and so I had like a full on panic attack and missed the whole performance. Oh, oh no. And yeah. And then I like actually, they, I had two, like two performances that day. 
So I made the second one and I got through it, but it was just like, I remember being in this bathroom and I was like having a full panic attack and my mom was on the phone with me, but no one was like, you're having a panic attack. I just thought it was like going really you're through like, it emotionally. I was like, something is happening to me. Like <laughs> is there were like my lights body? on the ceiling, like black, or like it was like this like LED lights. I was like, there is, I don't know what's happening. Oh I just God. remember being like, I was, you know, out of it. And so I went on stage and, but I got through it, but it was just that pressure of being like any little thing will show up on YouTube. Of People will talk about it. So I would have to say it kind of does peak my anxiety a little bit more acting, not so much because you're on set. And if you, you know, mess it up, you can like yeah. redo it. And so there is that kind of pressure that I don't know, like it is, and it's, I don't know with my daughter, it's kind of like a hard lifestyle to like, you know, kind of yeah. uh, choose to be like, cool, let's like all go, go on tour together. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like some I people totally are that. made for that, but I don't know if I'm necessarily like, I just like my, my first passion and always, always my like number one is always going to be acting. Is there a role you would still love to do or play? I have developed it. And so there should be <gasps> some news coming out soon. Ah, oh my God, um, that's so exciting. But yes, that's something else that I did during the pandemic was that I was like, okay, cool. Like, what is my dream role? Because everyone's always asked me that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there was like so much that has been inspired by my daughter that I felt like very confident being like, I'm not, you know, like I was obviously like, this is like a lot of my time has been spent with being Frenchy and Frenchy. So I really just didn't have time for anything that like, I would get scripts, but I was like, "Mm, I've done that before. I've, you know, like played that part before. And I really am set out to do something different. And so um, I think that I definitely got to this. I was like, okay, what would it be? And I created it and I went out to uh, two people I've worked with in the past and they loved it. And so- um, Oh yeah. my God. Well, so you made it hear something soon That's about amazing. it. What? So like you created all of it. Well, I developed, I didn't write it. Okay. So I had the idea and it's definitely based on my personal life, but <gasps> it's, yeah, it, it's still, you know, so my dream is to do a single camera comedy. So okay. it's like along those lines. Um, but yes, I think it's very much in line with like a lot of authentic things in my life. You're inspiring me so much right now. I'm sure you too. Cause there's so many times where we feel like we're not doing enough because there's so many different things you can be doing. And there is the pressure of, Oh, you got to keep this up. You know, like how long can we be doing this and stuff and seeing how much you're like, no, if it inspires me, I'll do it. Like that. I feel like is my little nugget that I'm keeping with me from this. Yeah, no, I think for sure. Like, I feel like it's one of those things where before I had a baby, I was just like, I said, I love to work. So I get this role and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's cool. I'll do that. Yeah. I love that. I'll do that. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, I love being on set. I'll do that too. And then I just got to the point where I was like, "Mm, I kind of want to like really focus in on exactly what I want to do. And now if I'm going to be like not spending time with her and taking that time away, it has to really mean something. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of like been the last couple of years of like, just kind of going through even things that like really amazing scripts that I have like read that I'm like, Oh, those are really cool. There's something about like the idea of developing something where you're like, Oh, this is exactly what I want to do that. I felt like the entire time I was doing and we were like working on. So I don't know, like, I feel like it's always good to say no to things that just aren't really aligned with what you want to do at that time for sure. And you allow the right thing to come into your life then when you can say no, no to other things. You also have worn so many hats. You've produced quite a few things as well, correct? Yes, yeah. How is that? Production is a beast. It's it's something I started when I was really young yeah. and um, I loved it. I, you know, had so much fun producing reality, had a lot of fun. Um, I produced Young and Hungry. The yeah. fact that we never got an ending. I'm no. so, oh my God, wait, I'm fan I actually like, cried. <laughs> I really so cried. Sad. I we had such that. ideas. It was really sad. Can you share an idea? Or are you not allowed to? <laughs> no, because I feel you so say bad. So because then I, like, in my head, know it wrapped up. Oh, I, yeah. I can't remember if they ended up together or not, to be honest. I, I just know the idea of like what we were trying to do to wrap it up. Okay. So it was really sad it didn't come together, but. Mm. That was so upsetting. Literally, I loved I that oh, show. I know. It was so good. That was like a perfect example. That was actually developed for me in mind. You're kidding. Yes, I was producing and starring in. And I actually decided because I was like, you know what? I want to establish myself as a producer. Yeah. And so I actually stepped away from the acting one. Wow. And I, you know, we, I was like, 
literally, I felt like the girl who, you know, started, I, I knew, I, I knew it was her. I was like, this is, I see her at auditions all the time. Like yeah. Emily is like, so this character. Wow. And it was really cool to have that experience. I was obviously also then like on another show at the time. Okay. But I loved that I'd made that choice for myself because I was like, yeah, like I knew that that show was so good. It didn't mm-hmm. have to have me a part of it. I was mm-hmm. like, I can produce this and this will stand on its own. And it was one of those moments where we were like, you know, even like everybody who developed it were like, oh my God, are they going to pick it up still? And they did. And it's like, just goes to show you like when you wow. have something that, you know, you really believe in and works and it was so much fun, but producing is a beast because a lot of what I did was like partner with studios. And so a lot of the time you're throwing ideas at the wall mm. and you're oh. trying to fulfill the studios like asks because you're like in this deal with them and it's awesome. And I loved it, but it got to a point where it did take up a lot of my time and you're just constantly like, pitching shows to networks and it's like very rare do you get a young and hungry it is it is so hard and you do it just takes a long time and it takes years and it's just like I think I got to a point where I was just like I started to before it was right before the pandemic I started to be like okay cool let me zone in on like I felt like I wanted to start doing like just quality over quantity. Mm -hmm. And I felt like everything in my life was like quantity, quantity. And it was just like, okay, like I really want to zone in on exactly what I want to do with my life. Um, Because I've been in the position for a long time where I am able to choose, which has been awesome. So I think that that was like that moment where I love producing. And like, obviously this is, you know, the thing I'm developing, I produce, but I like having it be like, you know, if I really want to develop something, just going straight to a person and being like, this is what I want to produce. This is what I want to develop. Cause you can still produce in those like ways. It's just not having like a studio deal that was like, you know, it was like you had, you know, another side of the team and it's like stressful. Yeah. And you're like, I can't always be in the meetings. Like I was on a TV show and, you know, I went from before the pandemic, I was on a Netflix series and went straight into a CBS series. So oh it was just God. like, I was doing a lot. So I really had to focus in on like, okay, you know, we've got to let some things go. Yeah. <laughs> what is my priorities? And like, I think that producing, like I said, I can still produce, but it's not like at the level of having to fulfill so many buckets. Do you feel like producing makes you a better actress? I would say that... Or does it get you more in your head when you're acting? I'm like, <laughs> no, I would say that producing made me feel better about acting because okay. I then realized how not personal it is at all mm. when you don't get the job. Oh. I realized that like you could be the best actor in the room in an audition and it's just not your part because as a producer, you just see it and there's like this thing that happens and you know it and you're like that's a person mm. and it has nothing to do with your looks your talent where I, in the past I probably was like oh my god like I just didn't do that right and it's like no it really is like what's meant for you is meant for you and it's really not personal at all and so producing it really showed me when I was like in the casting oh wow like there were so many actors we saw for Young and Hungry that were like insanely talented, but it was just like, you just know it when you see the person and you're like, this is meant for them. If they're fitting a character. It has to fit that yes, character perfectly. Yeah. It's something against them Especially as a human Especially if it was going to be you too. Yes, you know, yeah. that's crazy. But I feel like for acting, it's like, you kind of have to let go of like, I love the idea of acting because it's just like you're showing up where all of the stuff on production side is like, you know, <laughs> chaos. crazy chaos yeah. that's going on. You're like, I'm here. And you're like, I'll be with you later. And it's like such an easy job yeah. compared to like all of the pre and post production stuff. And so mm-hmm. I think like acting, I just like got more, you know, grateful for it. But I think that I, how I, you know, with acting, it's like, I've always just believed in acting classes and I've. Mm-hmm taken a lot of acting classes when I'm not working and like theater classes stuff that's not even like movies and tv style stuff but um I think that that is what made me like I think that's always what will make you a better actor is obviously taking those classes and oh my god it's just it's nice when people actually love the craft of it versus just wanting to be famous from it all you know yes yeah I think that for me I'm like I there's you know with comedy I've always had that comedy timing it's like a natural thing but there are things that I like will always look back and be like, oh, I could have done that better. And like, <laughs> what was I thinking? And like, I'm so grateful for the character I played, you know, obviously in the past where um, at that time in my life, I just was very unaware of things and people. And so it's like, I truly 
like, you know, created this character that also had a be like a piece of me, but also like I always watch movies and I get inspired by people. And so a lot of um, what I wanted to do with that character, uh, I keep saying that character, it's like Sharpay, whatever. What I, <laughs> what I wanted to do with Sharpay was like, I knew she was like the villain of the movie, but I was just like, I want you to like her when she's mm-hmm. on screen. And one of my favorite like villains was like Rachel McAdams and Mean Girls. Oh, a thousand percent. And I was just like, there's yeah. always like, you want to watch her. And so I usually, when I'm creating a character, I will watch and get inspired by movies and like other actors. And then I'll like also put my twist to it. And so there's a lot that goes obviously into like when I, you know, play a character. And a lot of it is like finding who that character is and like, like even just the wardrobe, like fittings. Like I find my character through clothes. And it's just always something that I love to create, like what that person looks like and like, you know, what that, what they wear and like who they are. So it's like, I think that, yeah, it's a lot that goes into it, even on the comedy side of yeah. things. Yeah, even thinking down to, even if it doesn't show their bedroom, like what does their bedroom look like? Yeah. Like, like all those little things. I, how, how much are you on TikTok? How much am I on TikTok? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I haven't TikToked in like a week or two weeks, okay. but That's I really am on TikTok all the time. <laughs> like like I watch it. I just like haven't been able to film anything recently. So I'm assuming you've seen Justice for Sharpay. <laughs> Yes, yes. So I was like, wait, where are we going? Well, you told her she's like, the villain. I'm like, I don't I really don't think she was the villain. I really don't. Well, I know that everybody is now saying that, but there was a very smart eight year old that said that back in the day. <laughs> oh, wait, actually? Yes. They came they, up to you? Like basically would screen test those movies to see like what kids thought of them yeah. before they came out. They do it with everything. It's not like, um, it's not just Disney. It's like they, you know, they do these kind of testing on TV shows and just to see like what character you're drawn to, a character you don't like, you know, what character do you wish is off screen? Like, yeah. it's just like, can you get thing. paid for that? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Can you get paid for that? Um, I think they do pay people to <laughs> like, do that. Damn, like, it's like that remember job. in the mall, you would get like those things, like come to a screening. Yes. That's what that is. I thought those it's, were fake. <laughs> it's no, it's like, they want you to come like watch a pilot to see like, if you like the pilot or not. And they kind of test off of that. And so they do that with the movies as well. And I think I, well, I, I remember them saying that they're, they said, you know, they were shocked that people liked Sharpay. They No one thought that was going to happen because I guess in a lot of Disney movies, like the mean girls never really, you know, were like a standout thing. Yeah. And clearly Sharpay was standing out of the movie and they were like, uh, why, why <laughs> do you guys like these little kids? Why do you guys like Sharpay? <laughs> and this eight year old, I heard like put her hand up and she was like, because she knows what she wants. Ah! <laughs> I was oh like, my God. And they told me that I was like, she nailed it. Like yeah. she nailed it because that's the one thing about that character that I always knew is that like, she knew what she wanted and she was like out to get it for herself. And it was like, she didn't care what she had to do to push out of the way because yeah. she was like, this is what I meant to do. Oh my God. I and love so it. And it's really funny seeing oh. like everybody be like, justice for Sharpay. Cause it's like, I totally agree. <laughs> like she was thinking about her future. <laughs> she wasn't thinking about a boy. Well, boy <laughs> yes, actually, you're so right. Also, but I do think that has to do with what you just touched on also. It's like making her more human and not just making her a villain. Yes, yeah. So I think that speaks volumes yeah. as well. Yeah. But even like full circle going back to Frenchie, like you starting your blog because you wanted to actually connect to people for they to see that there's more there. So I feel like now it's really cool probably having fans who have loved you for years who've grown up with you. And now maybe they're also moms, which is probably crazy. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. And now they can connect with you over the blog or like being open about anxiety. I'm sure like mom struggles, like all of these things. Yeah. And I feel like being Frenchie's just the perfect, I don't know. I just see it. Like it makes so much sense yeah. and it doesn't from, from our end, it does not look like another celebrity brand where they just slap their name on okay. it. Like it Thank doesn't, you. it really doesn't. And even everything you've said today, I'm like, damn, you can tell how much passion and like you love it. And I think it's like, you don't have to try because it's just, it's there. Like you're not trying yeah. to overcompensate or anything. Thanks. I know it is like this theme in my life that, you know, the reason why I love to do comedy, the reason why, um, you know, like I said, I, I love being Frenchie is like my whole thing of like making people feel good is that from a really young age, I just fell in love with comedy because I you know, I'm aware of like how heavy it can be in the world and how, you know, everybody goes through something and, and there's moments in life that are not so pretty and happy. And, 
I always liked that I was able to take someone out of the moment that they were going through to make them laugh because there's times in my life that I have leaned on friends and those shows to kind of take me out of a moment where it's like, you know, feel, things can just get kind of crazy. And so that's kind of always been my, I think my thing in life is just to make people feel good and like make them happy and know that like, obviously I struggle with stuff too, but it's like, you can, you can still do it all. You're an incredible person and your daughter has a really incredible mom. Seriously. You're so sweet. No, I mean that I feel like I'm like, you know, I'm just like, (laughs) what am I doing all the time? I'm like, am I doing things right? And it's like, but I do feel like I've, you know, I have, when I found out I was having a girl, I was very excited. So I was like, I have so much to share with her and so much that I've gone through personally. And like so much where I've had to prove myself to people and like really like stand up for myself. And I want to teach her all of those things, but still have that vulnerability at the end of the day. She's speechless. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just, I think that's, it's so real. Like everyone feels like they don't know what they're doing. I know, <laughs> like, I know. And we're just figuring it out. We're all just we trying to get by. We really are. <laughs> Obviously you can shop at Target for being Frenchy. Yes. Anything coming up with the line? The, anything? Yes, we are developing a new sense, um, which Ooh, I'm very excited about. Brown rice. Um, and there's like some extensions to the- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, Sorry. I heard how so random it was. Funny. Um, and there's some extension to the line as well. So Ooh. yeah, it's, it'll, you know, obviously, but that obviously takes time. So it's not for a minute, but you can, you know, obviously there's tons of different. Sell it out now. Scents, so you can get the whole collection <laughs> yes. basically. Um, but you know what? One of the things that I was excited about um, is that the holidays are coming up and it's like, give a gift of wellness to your friend, you know? Like, I think that's so important where sometimes I don't know what to get a friend and I'm like, oh my gosh, but it's like, you know, not that I'm just going to give them the being Frenchy line. They already have it. (laughs) All your friends have the same PR box. But I'm like, you know, even if it's just like, you know, other things, like just, I feel like we've all been through it and we need some kind of healing and relaxing and, you know, some spa treatments, all of yes. that. That's always a good thing to get some friends or family. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. What's your favorite product in the line specifically? Like one thing that people know to go buy? I mean, definitely something that is amazing. And I know a lot of people love it too, is a soothing body serum stick. Um, it has magnesium in it. And oh. so it really releases tension. Obviously, as I told you, that vibrating feeling, um, what I used was I would use magnesium spray at night. The problem is, is the spray gets on your hand and there's a burning sensation. So I couldn't just like spray it on my neck and then like I'd have to go like wash my hands to get it off. And so when creating the soothing body serum stick, I was like, ooh, we have the mood boost, but also I can put the magnesium in it and you don't even have to touch it. You could just, it's just right where it like, it relaxes you and it's amazing. I'm not even kidding you. Like I will be sore from a workout and I will put that on my leg like the night before and it's like real good the next day like you don't even feel it so oh my you God. can feel good about using it too it's yeah and it's like great for like tech neck it's like I mean oh I feel God, like me. anywhere that you're like having like muscle soreness it's just I don't know it's like it's so great but it's one of my favorite ones and um but there's so many things in there it's like obviously like the milky body lotion is amazing especially in the winter like I'm using the hand serum so much now it's something my grandma taught me she was she's 89 years old, oh which God. is crazy. Um, and she lives for hand lotion. And I was like, Gigi, I was like, wait, like this was a couple of years ago. I was like, what do you, why do you do that all the time? She's like, honey, your hands age faster than your face. And I was like, mm-hmm. noted. <laughs> I was like, okay. But like now that we wash our hands all the time, like yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm dry, so dry. Yeah. And so the hand serum's like not sticky at all. And oh it's just God. like that little mood boost. <laughs> Do her hands look nice and supple and soft? Her hands are really, I mean, she looks amazing. Yeah. She's like really amazing for 89. Yeah. I'm like, Gigi, you got it going on. We're taking a note from Gigi today. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, But yeah, so I mean, I think everything, I use everything in the line. um, And it's just, I also like the body washes, like the renewing body washes, the quickest way for me to get like my mood boost in the morning. So Citrus Amber is like one of my favorites for that. Oh, I'm going to try one after my name. I know, me too. I got to wash all this makeup off. I will literally send you guys like whatever you want. 
I'm like, you don't have please. to, but like, we would love it. Really it. Oh God, it's yes. still not a target. So so please. Yes, no, please. I will t- I will definitely send you stuff. <laughs> thank you. Well, yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, where can everyone follow you? I already know it's at Ashley Tisdale. Yeah, at Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> There's also at Frenchie, at Being Frenchie. Um, I also have, like, at Frenchie Interiors in case you <gasps> want to, like, look into interior design stuff. That's more of just, like, a passion project. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have so... Passion project. Passion your project. Husband. Stuff on the side. And can your husband keep up with everything? I feel like it's always just no he's like I because he's not even really on social media very much and he's like I don't understand how you do all this like it's like it's account. insane yeah I'm like you know just like plan things ahead I'm <laughs> like dead. yeah I love it it's like I don't know it's just there's something about like I don't know kind of being able to show I your you know interior design stuff is like something I love that's just like a side thing it's not like a real thing right now so. I'm gonna follow though <laughs> thank you thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next week bye bye, bye.